So uh, the last couple years of Yield Today, I've been pretty good about creating Christmas content and talking about Christmas and that vibe and just how I'm enjoying Christmas and like the Christmas comebacks episodes and the other stuff. And so, yeah, we haven't really done that. So this week, I'm going to try to get an episode. No, I'm going to get an episode out every day, interview, some thoughts on life, anything like that, because I really want to build up more momentum. And I'm going to be talking about more about that in a future episode. And also just like prove to myself I can do it, you know? I've been learning so much about myself this year, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to keep diving in and to share my experiences with others and to have more people on the podcast, but yeah, I really want to end 2012 with a serious bang, like, woo, you know, just that that's what I want, you know, and I want that for you guys, too. I want you to end it super strong, because how 2023 begins is how 2022 ends, and the same thing is true of 2024, even though that's, you know, another year in advance. How 2023 ends is how 2024 begins. So anyway, we're going to jump into these thoughts, and they are traditions, uh, fulfilling deep needs, and presence. So let's just jump right in. So I think there's just a really a beautiful power that comes with Christmas, because there's these traditions that you do. Every single time there's Christmas, right? And so it sets apart the day in a really special way. And that's something I've been thinking about is how, you know, I stayed the night with my cousins and got to hang out with them. And we opened up presents before going to church. I sang at church. And like when there's these lineup of traditions, it creates memories. And I think of like other times when we want to create really wonderful memories to look back on. Generally, it's because of traditions and following traditions. And that's something I've really tried to get better at this year is create tons of little traditions and rituals and things built into my life so I get the exposure to things that I want in my life more. So it's literally built into the system. You know, so a couple examples are I have the magic of thinking big in my car. And I don't know how many times I've done it now, but whenever I stop my car, before I get out of the car, I read like a page or I read like a couple lines. And it's happened multiple times where I'll read something and I'm like, oh, dude, I actually needed that. Because that book is chock full of baller wisdom. And the same thing goes with like traditions of Christmas. There's something to look forward to. You know, my dad's mom, we don't know this, but now you do. She makes these super amazing Christmas cookies. It's so good. And her and my uh, dad's dad, granddad, are celebrating 67 years of marriage in January and that's super amazing. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy anniversary to them in advance. But there's just so much power with traditions, you know? My dad's dad used to dress up as Santa Claus. And it's crazy because I remember that. And I remember him dressing up and pretending he went down the chimney and having presents for everybody. And there's something cool about that. And now that doesn't happen because he's he's too old now. And the house that they used to live in, they don't own anymore. The government gave them an offer because it had some land and they just, I don't know. It just sort of, I think it was sort of one of those, like, you don't really have a choice, but we're just going to give you this money anyway. Anyway, so traditions are really powerful. And I think we're just sort of going to bounce around ideas, bounce around thoughts 
and stuff, but traditions are so powerful, dude. They're so powerful. Cause like, you know, I think of my marriage skills class, when you create rituals with your significant other, then you can better understand each other. And there's a scripture in Doctrine and Covenants 50.22, some revelations that Joseph Smith and other people uh, got as the, the Church of Jesus Christ was being restored and such. But I love this thought. It just says that he that preaches and he that receiveth both are edified, and they understand one another, and they rejoice together. Isn't that what a tradition is kind of about? You know, you get to understand each other better. There's Christmas dinner. It's Again, it's something also to look forward to. And that's something I've been really putting into my life really intentionally this year. It's like, okay, this I run on these days. I sprint on these days. Basketball on these days. And it really works for me because I have some ADHD. And sometimes I'll just be all over the place. I'll get distracted by anything and everything. I started reading this book that I've had for a while. I read it, started reading it tonight. Driven to Distraction. <laughs> It's so good. I'm like, holy heck, dude. What in the heck did he do? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Like, oh, shoot. It is so good. It's crazy because it just says stuff. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. That's me, dude. Holy cow. So that, that's, that's been really humbling because I, I have felt a little bit like people can't really relate to me in some ways because I have so much energy. I have so much desire. I have all these ideas all the time and I just want to act on them and do stuff all the time, you know? And that book basically saying, yeah, that's a part of ADHD sometimes. Like, oh my goodness. I wasn't like, I hate the word diagnose. I don't really like that word, but it was shared with me that I probably have some ADHD when I was on my mission and I can share that in another episode. But yeah, traditions are so powerful because they give you something to look forward to. They help bond people together. They create memories. So, so, so good. So, yeah, traditions, they're baller. They're good. Presents are interesting because it's like you need to understand the person, right? So my my cousin, uh, her husband got her some books, these like Harry Potter chapter books with the pictures inside. And she was so happy to get them. She already had the fourth one. Then he was able to get one through three and he got them like at a discount special deal, which which is cool. But it's like a present that was like specifically for something she wanted more of, which was that book and, and that, that experience of reading the books with those cool pictures. And yeah, it just shows his love for her. And it's, it's really cool. You know, I got this year, I got a new phone, which was super nice. Cause I've, if you remember listening to the podcast in the earlier days, I'd be frustrated about my phone that I was using to record the podcast sometimes outside. I guess that was fine, but like recording video and it was just frustrating. So I got a brand new iPhone 14, which is like, okay, Dallin, you've literally no excuses now. This is like the newest iPhone, you know, like my mom hopped on a Black Friday deal. So me and my brother both have iPhone 14s. And, you know, this is something I've seen repeated in my life over and over. It's like, just because you have this super nice computer or super nice, whatever, it really doesn't matter because it's all about who the person is inside and how you've grown through the use of that technology. I feel like using my old computer, my old laptop that is like obsolete, that I used to use all the time. If you remember, I'd use that old laptop and it was frustrating and sometimes it'd freeze up and I'd be praying about, please don't lose this episode, you know? Because it meant a lot to me and I felt like it could make a difference in the world. So it was important that it, it stuck around, it stayed alive. But now I use this behemoth of a monster computer that loads up in seconds, super powerful, and yet... There has been some growth, 
but there hasn't been as much growth as I thought would happen because there still needs to be a strategy. There still needs to be implementation. There still needs to be all these other things. And I think of different presents that I have gotten in my life. I got that I've gotten in my life. I'm glad I've got in my life. I think that's what it sounded like I said, but my brother James uh, got these Flareon. He got me this Flareon Funko Pop and I love it because Flareon's super cool. And uh, yeah, he got it at a, so my cousin Nolan, he's in the not quite legends podcast that, that I do. And I can have a link to that in the show notes. If you want to see that, it's like a live podcast I do with my friends sometimes, but yeah, like my brother James got these Funko pops. He got one of Jolteon, one of Eevee, one of Vaporeon, which is one he has on Flareon for me. It's cool. Cause like back in the day, you know, I'd get the fire starter usually in Pokemon and it's cool. It's a good reminder of my brother's love for me. It just sits on my desk. James has been an extremely good example to me. So it's probably the my favorite thing that I got from Christmas this year. I mean, I got some flip-flops too because I love flip-flops. And I might be going to Florida in January. So that's cool. I'm, you know, it'll be warmer there than it is here. So that will be that will be good. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I got socks. I got the phone, which is cool. Okay, I guess the phone is probably more important than the Flareon, but I do love the Flareon. It just sits on my desk and I don't know. I love, I love the concept of fire. Like you need to use it. You need to use it wisely. You can't let it get out of control, et cetera, et cetera. It can warm people. It can also destroy things. It, it's a fanc- fascinating concept to me, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what I got for Christmas and it's fine. It's chill. I'm uh, I'm pleased. And I think the most important thing, and we'll go into this in the last part of this episode is just, I felt loved from these gifts. You know, it was, there was some thought that went into all these gifts, especially the Flareon and the phone as well, you know, just helping out in in a way, you know, to, to make things a little bit better for me down the road, you know, because if we have reminders of how we're loved, if we have reminders of how we've accomplished things in the past, it's sort of like the cookie jar thing that David Goggins talks about. There's so much power, you know, he'd be running and he'd start having these negative thoughts about himself. And then he would just be like, wait a second, you, you know, you graduated from, you know, this Navy SEALs or or whatever it was, you did this, you did this, you survived hell week, you did hell week three times in a single year or whatever, you know, all this other stuff. And those things remind him and they help him keep going. So that's a present you can give yourself. I've been thinking about what sacrifices I can give to God this year, be like a present, you know, like what things I can do better at. And that's something I've been thinking a lot about. But yeah, you know, presents can bring a lot of joy to the receiver and the giver. And that's just super cool. So it made me want to give more presents because I bought a couple things for people. I got a white elephant or secret Santa for one of my sisters and stuff, but didn't really give away a ton of gifts. And I definitely could have, I just didn't prioritize it. So something I want to do better in the future and such. So let's just move on to the next one. I don't know. Fulfilling deep needs is that's a very deep concept. I think my thoughts generally for this originate around God. You know, I feel like God has helped me a lot this year and helping me to understand things that he expects of me. And also just like, Hey, you have this family. Like I got to jump in a zoom call with my dad 
and all of his siblings. Like I said, his parents are celebrating 67 years of marriage in January and they had 10 kids and they were all in this Zoom call. And I was like, this is so cool. And lately I have been thinking about like future kids. I've been thinking about future life, you know, like how I want to have things set up before that happens so I could not necessarily live off of the podcast and writing and other stuff, but that would be nice, obviously, but to at least have things in a good perspective. So most of the groundwork has been accomplished. So it's not like I'm staying up for two hours while my wife gets some sleep or helps out the kid. That just sounds all kinds of anxiety to me. Do not want that at all. And I'm not married or anything like that. I'm not even dating anybody. So like this, obviously this is in the future, but I think of like the deep needs that she will want fulfilled that my kids will want fulfilled. And it's like what I'm doing right now is helping me get closer to that. And I think a lot of it is denying myself of myself sometimes like denying myself of, of uh, things that I might want in the moment that are really just kind of pointless. Like sometimes I'll like add some YouTube videos to my watch later and then I'll have this moment of clarity when I go back to it. I'm like, you know what? This video probably like if I didn't watch this video, I'd probably be fine. You know, like it could be something fun or something cool or this is how I 10x my income or whatever. It's like, you know, I know what path I'm on and I just sort of have to stay on it. You know, there's not any need. I'm not, I don't really intend to change my intended path a ton. I plan to adapt and grow and move forward, but I plan to overall get closer to God so I can be better at meeting others' needs, deep needs, including my own. When it comes to like future kids and stuff, like that's the most important thing is that I'm able to fulfill their deep needs. You know, if I am overreaching myself and I'm trying to reach out to every single person and I'm not helping out my family, that is a big oof. And that goes with life now, that goes with life in the future, that goes with life in the long, long, long term perspective, you know, it, that that's just not good. I mean, there's a scripture or not a scripture, there's a quote, I believe it's David O. McKay is one of the previous prophets of the church, Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. He said, uh, there's no success that can compensate for failure in the home. It's true. You know, compassion can never equal distraction, right? And with me having some ADHD, there is the truth that I will probably get distracted at times in important, crucial moments. Because sometimes I'll fixate. I'll just be like, all of a sudden that driven to distraction book, I opened it up and all of a sudden I wanted to read it. It was the craziest thing. Because I've opened it up a couple of times like, blah. I read it today and I was so excited to read it. It was like, it was just like somebody had brought Subway or, or some kind of other sandwich. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, dude, I want it now. I want it now, you know? Crazy. So the fulfilling deep need thing. That, that's something I've been thinking about with Christmas. I think of like next year. There's still going to be deep needs that will need to be met. And it could be much different than what is happening right now. You know, a year ago today, you know, I was chilling with family. It was tough because it was like, the time zones and stuff. And it just was frustrating. It was rough, dude. And I was so hard on myself. I didn't have this nice computer. There were so many different things, man. Anyway, so... But I was trying, dude. I was trying so hard. You could listen like... I was still putting out podcast episodes twice a week. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. So fulfilling deep needs. Like, Christmas is a time for that. It really is. Like, I feel like all of the thoughts that I had from Christmas, you know, eating dinner with family, you know, opening presents 
the talking, all the all the other times, and we got to chill in the hot tub before it, you know, or before like that Christmas Eve night, I think. And like it was just it was just great, you know, it was just it was just good stuff, you know? And it was just special just spending time with family. And I feel like Christmas just helped me to see things in such a better way because, you know, celebrating Christ and such. And it's like, yeah, that, that, that's the goal. Like he is provided a way and I just have to follow that way, you know, and I can continue to get daily wins in my life. I can get closer to him and it will be all groovy smoothie. It'll be, it'll be awesome. And so I just, it just made me think of like in the future, future Christmases, positioning it in this way of like, going to feel tons of love. You're going to help get this giant burst of momentum. You're going to get just like this peace of mind. You're going to get this like hope, you know, because hope is always alive in Christ, right? You know, so anyway, just so powerful, so powerful. And like the deep needs were fulfilled. They were 100% fulfilled. So really thankful for that. Really thankful for that. So yeah, those are my thoughts from Christmas 2022. We talked about traditions. We talked about fulfilling deep needs. And we talked about presentes, presents for people. And now it shows uh, where your heart is at and stuff like that. So yeah, we, we rhymed. Anyway, uh, the episode is uh, concluding now. Thank you so much for listening. My left eye is kind of itchy, but thank you for listening. Check out the podcast on YouTube. Definitely stay tuned for more episodes coming soon, including one tomorrow. Probably going to have the Regaining Lost Momentum episode tomorrow, so stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for listening. Share the podcast with some friends if it's helpful for you. And don't forget to heal today. It'll be a better tomorrow.